Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Koki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Hey, welcome to episode number 13, starting to get into a rhythm of doing these. I'm having so much fun studying and learning and listening. I love the idea that I'm studying to learn and grow for my own personal development, but I also love the fact that many of you have said, hey, this has been really helpful for me, so thank you. So it's kind of cool. I get to do it because it's helpful for me and I'm learning so much, and I love that other people are learning as well. We will learn together. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Hey, one of the podcasts I listen to uh, on a fairly regular basis is a podcast called uh, Song Exploder. Uh, If you want to check it out, it's really good. And they've got all these different artists. And basically what happens is the artists break down their song. They kind of say, this is how it came to be. This is where we recorded it. Here's the different instruments we used. Um, I find it to be really great because there's storytelling in it. And then um, they also is they talk about their kind of their creative processes. So it's been really cool for me. And I was listening to one this week by Bon Iver. And I don't know if you've listened to Bon Iver, but they just released a new album. It's really, really great. And uh, but I've always they have always have a, like a very unique way in which they write songs and things like and record and everything else. So I was listening to the podcast and he was talking about uh, where they were recording uh, the, this particular song, which was on the border in Texas, uh, kind of on the, the Mexico border. And he was just talking about the people there and he was talking about, you know, all the tensions that have been brought up in um, in that in that area, in that community and in the states as a whole around um, Mexicans and around um, the border and all those different things. And so he was starting to talk about it and then he started to get choked up. I mean, like he started crying. It was I mean, unbelievably honest and vulnerable but he started talking about why he was choked up, why he was, you know, kind of frustrated and and also hurt and confused. And he said this, though, like this just blew me away. I, I had to pause it and go back and pause it and go back. But he said this, we can never not be all of us. We can never not be all of us. He's talking about humanity. He's talking about just people in the whole. So he said, we can never not be all of us. You really don't have one person without another. He is talking about this idea that we are all one. We are all one human race and how we treat each other, how we talk about each other is really, really important. And then he, he transitioned and this blew my mind. He said, it's sacred math for figuring out our problems as human beings. And I paused the podcast and I thought, that is really, really biblical. That is about a divine God who has established something that we have been created. All of us have been created in the image of God for God's glory. And this guy, I don't believe he's a Christian. I don't believe he, you know, follows Jesus. I don't know that for a fact, but I don't think he is. And yet he is using language that is biblical language. And so it started getting me thinking about a passage I'll be teaching this weekend at our church, but a passage that I've been going through that really helped pull all that together. And it was, it's Ephesians 4, 29 through 32. And it says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, 
but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. That passage has so much into it. But as I started thinking in the context of sacred math, about us all being one, that passage was so so helpful to me because it really helped me get my head around this idea that we need to be bridge builders, not bomb throwers. It's easy to throw a bomb in a room. It's easy to throw a grenade in a room and and walk out and go, I've accomplished something really great. We do that with words. We do that with actions. We'll throw it in the room and we'll leave. And, and it ends up hurting and causing so much pain and division. It's super easy to do that. You know what's really, really, really hard to do is bridge building. Bridge building is really, really hard because at the end of the day, if I'm building a bridge, I have to make sure I'm taking time. I have to be intentional about everything I'm doing. And this passage is all about intentionality. Who are you and who? what do you do in light of who you are? How does it change the way you talk, the way you live, the way you act? It changes everything. And this passage is about bridge building not bomb throwing. This is about going, it, you, are, you are so valuable to your community, to your local church, to your community as a whole, and how, what you do with people, how you treat them, how you perceive them, how you care for them, all those different things, they matter. And you're either building a bridge or you're just chucking bombs and blowing stuff up. I, I, uh, I, as I was thinking through this, I thought, okay, well, then what, what do I do with all that? You know, like, how, how can I be proactive in building bridges? And uh, I, I started thinking about uh, this lady, Helen. Helen is the crossing guard for my daughter's school. And uh, Helen, she, I think she's Polish. She's probably been doing this crossing guard gig for like 20 years. And she's awesome. And I watched this. Just, it's, she seems like this frail older lady who is protecting all these people from getting hit by cars. I mean, cars are speeding uh, on Etiwanda Avenue. And this woman, she steps out basically into traffic with this stop sign. And she won't let anyone go until she feels like they're ready and that, and, and, or that the cars have stopped. And then she's, I mean, she'll point at cars. She'll be like, hey, slow down. She'll point at people and say, it's not time yet. Like she is incredibly proactive in caring and protecting other people. And I wonder if we started feeling that way as the people of God about each other, that we are one and how we treat each other, it really matters. Maybe if we were like Helen, like we're going to be a protector. We're going to be somebody who doesn't allow uh, gossip to happen. We're not going to allow for slander. We're not going to hurt people with our words. We're going to be really cautious about um, what we allow happening in conversation because we realize that we are them and they are us. We were all created in God and we're going to be protectors. 
And see, I think for a lot of people, we hear gossip or slander. We hear people say mean things about other people and we go, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to inconvenience them or, or, or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to offend them. Right. Because I don't want to go to them and be like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Like, it's not good. Like, I don't want to do that. That would just make it weird. But what I, as I started thinking through that, I started thinking, that's interesting, We know that God has said not to do this and that it's actually destructive. And in this passage, that it grieves the Holy Spirit. It breaks his heart. But we don't want to offend somebody. And, And what I started thinking through is this, is that we would rather offend God and break. We'd rather grieve the Holy Spirit. We would rather offend God than offend people. And that for me was really convicting because I thought, yep, guilty as charged. I would rather offend God. God, you'll forgive me. It's you understand. It's a human thing. Like it's awkward. Right. And you wouldn't want that. I would rather offend God than offending other people. And I think we don't have to be offensive. Like it's, you know, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. Right. It's not his anger. It's not his force. It's his kindness. And so being kind to people in protecting other people is really important. You could go, look, look, I just don't feel comfortable with this conversation, you know, or, hey, listen, uh, if we could not talk about the other person, that would be great. It would be better if you just went and talked to them. I just don't feel right about how you see how that's proactive. That's protecting. That's saying to somebody, we're not going to say that about somebody else because we are them and they are us. We can never not be all of us. It's sacred math that was created by the God of the universe. And so what if we were known for, for being protecting? You know, what if we were known for praying for people? What if we were known for prayer, right? What if instead of talking about people, we just started praying for people? You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you have a problem with somebody or you hear something about, you know, hear some, you know, something about somebody. And the easiest thing for us to do is to go process that with someone else. But why wouldn't we just go do that with God? Well, you know, God's way over there and this is right here. No, no, no. He's here right now. He wants you to pray and be proactive for another person. Like, I think that would, that just pleases his heart. He just goes, yes, bring that to me. I want you to go on behalf of someone else and beg the God of the universe to intervene. Instead of going to another human, go to the God who created the humans to pray for those humans. And what that does when you become a praying person for somebody else, it helps stifle gossip. It helps put God in his right place and people in their right place. But when we go to other people, it's all about us and it turns really gnarly. I know sometimes a lot of, it's like good intention. People want to do the right thing. They want to, you know, be caring, but bring that to God. What is he telling you to do on behalf of that person or that situation? And that was a really convicting thought for me um, this week. And then I thought, what if we were known for praise? Like, what if we are known for encouraging people? So we're, what if we are known for protecting people? What if, we know, what if we're known for praying for people? And what if we are known for praising people? We are commissioned by Jesus to encourage or bless those who curse us. That's always been so challenging. Like, and it is incredibly challenging. He, so what he's really saying is you're to be blessing and praising 
everybody. There's good in everybody because God is good and God created that person. And so what does it look like for us to turn and start pivoting and looking at the goodness in people, whatever that thing is, and praising them for that? You know, we had this neighbor a, a while back and, you know, she she was just strong and and uh, I just decided I'm going to kill kill her with kindness. And so every day every day I would pull up. I would just say, "Hey, how's it going, neighbor? How's it going, neighbor? How's it going, neighbor?" And it didn't matter if she fought back or whatever. And I just found like over a long period of time that just calms the heart. And, and I was able to see the real good in her. And she was really great, but really strong in other areas. So let's just kill them with kindness. Let's thank them for, for things. Let's write, maybe write them a note. Like, I just wanted to, you know, I know we've been struggling through some things. I just wanted you to know, I know this about you and it's great. And what I have found is that that, that really does break down those walls and be able to have a real conversation. You know, if you think about it, we were enemies of God enemies of God as a result of sin. And Jesus intervened on our behalf and he died and he rose again and he's preparing a place for us. He built a bridge and it cost him his life. And so what is he doing to you and I? What is he calling you and I into? The same exact thing. So when we build bridges, we join in the work of the Lord for the glory of the Lord. When we build bridges, we join the work of the Lord for the glory of the Lord in helping other people understand this good news, that there is a Savior that loves them and cares for them. And that when we're kind and compassionate and forgiving, we display, we put on display what Christ has done for us. So, where are you currently dropping bombs where you could be building a bridge? You know, where are you currently dropping a bomb where you could build a bridge? Are you known for protecting? Are you known for prayer? Are you known for praising other people? I know those things are hard for me and I'm working on them. I don't want to be a person that just comes in a podcast and says, hey, listen, here's the truth. Just do it. I want to go like, look, I'm, I'm working through it too. I'm struggling through it too. And what if we were just able to do that together? That could be pretty cool. So may the God of unity unify our hearts to his so we can truly see others. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Till next time.